Odd Job was like six foot ten in the actual book. Welcome back to another episode of Weird Thing About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject matter and have to find the weirdest, coolest, or funniest story on that subject. Players' stories will be scored by a head judge, and the winner will be revealed at the end of the episode. I'm Chris, and joining me today, back from reading all 41 Discworld novels, it's Chucky. Yo! And having just featured in an article in Fridge Magnets Monthly, <laughs> ciao! Hello! And as always, our wonderful judge, Joe. Hello. I would subscribe to Fridge Magnets Monthly. <laughs> Imagine every month having to get a fridge magnet. Oh, you get one free? Well, I imagine so, right? The first one's 99p and then they're £8 each. <laughs> That's it. Free binder with part two. Just put all your fridge magnets in. I've got a fridge, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's the fridge. You get the, the fridge binder, with part two. The binder is oh, magnetic. Can just You're getting angry fridge. at something that doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm getting angry. I'm on board for it. I love it. Joe, if we can please have today's subject and how it will be scored, please. Um, today's subject is kindness, and the winner will win the Jeffrey from Rainbow medallion. And who is first. the nicest man I could think of? <laughs> uh, ciao. Most people, including myself, would like to think of themselves as kind. Opening a door for someone, recycling, and giving the blokes outside Tesco a quid are all recent acts I've done to confirm that my canonization is long overdue. I've even been known to donate blood on occasion. The last time I went, which admittedly is long overdue, there was a poster asking about bone marrow donation. A quick Google search brought up the words surgical procedure and pelvic bone, at which point I quickly realised the limits of my own kindness. It lies in the size and location of where I'm willing to stick a needle in myself in exchange for nothing more than a biscuit, a brew and satisfaction of knowing that I'm benefiting my fellow man. Whilst kindness is not something I consider objectively measurable, there's one form of donation that, in my opinion, makes you a kinder, more selfless person than I could ever consider myself. Kidney donation to a stranger. When I first thought about the topic, I would be lying if I said no part of me thought that anyone donating a kidney, their motivations didn't lie in at least partially, reveling in the ensuing comments about how selfless and altruistic the donor must be. The benefits of kidney donation to a stranger go well beyond the recipient's health and the donator's level of smugness. Kidneys are finicky things. The human body is in some respects a bit like a right-wing nationalist group. It doesn't like foreigners. As such, the human body will reject any body part or object it doesn't recognise as one of its own. Whilst cocktails of drugs including autoimmune suppressants can prevent rejection, the consequences of a suppressed immune system is that it makes you more susceptible to diseases. The Covid pandemic has been particularly difficult on people with compromised immune systems, with many people living in lockdowns for extended periods of time, and one of the many reasons why anti-vaxxers proudly proclaiming they're not afraid of the virus makes my piss boil. The ideal scenario is a donor kidney that is a perfect match with the recipient, a 12 out of 12 antigen match. This is known as a zero mismatch. It is possible for all 12 markers to match, even with an unrelated organon, if the patient has a very common HLA type. These are all science words that I don't understand. With a huge waiting list of people needing a kidney, someone come along and saying, hey, I've got a spare kidney knocking about, anyone want dibs on it? Means that a perfect match with someone is statistically pretty high. This freebie kidney then often sets off a chain reaction effect. People awaiting a kidney often have people willing to donate their kidney but aren't a biological match. 
The recipient's friend, partner or family member will often sign up to the donation register on the condition that somebody else will donate a kidney to their loved one. The no-strings-attached kidney is a perfect match for another person on the waiting list. That person receives the kidney and their willing donor now donates one of their kidneys to a person who's on the waiting list. Their friend then donates their kidney to another person on the waiting list who has a willing donor, who then donates their kidney and, well, you get the idea. It's like a mortgage chain, but it saves lives and doesn't involve estate agents or crippling levels of debt. Next time you're thinking, I'm a pretty kind person, hold yourself to the standards of people who are willing to give organs to others, then get back in your box. Unless you're not actually a selfish shit like me, and you would actually seriously consider doing it. In which case, more information can be found at www.organdonation.nhs.uk. In the meantime, next time you see that homeless fella outside Tesco, give him two quid. Gentlemen. Your rebuttals. I was really hoping you weren't going to say give him a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> a lamb's one. A lamb's one, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Ponzi scheme for kidneys. So It's not. No. <laughs> Sorry. no it's There's like not one guy at the top with 18 <laughs> kidneys. <laughs> well, dude, just going out just the pit and just going... Oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can filter anything. Nothing matters anymore. Pass me the bleach, fuckers. <laughs> so if you donated a kidney, yeah, you got rejected by... The, um, <laughs> the host. Sorry, it's the just host no string body. attached and no like rejection. I'm just don't want like, it now. A, like a really I mean, unhappy kid. Like, no. no. when, when he said no strings attached, I was like, I want surgery, not the <laughs> string. I don't. I don't know. That's um, no. If it rejects, it dies. The kidney dies. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. it is weird, and it's like because liver and kidney donations—the only two organs you can really give—but mm. livers, you can. Give like twenty percent of yep. your liver, and then that liver yeah, will like then grow hot, into yeah. a full liver, mm. and then your liver will go. Oh, I'm just gonna sort this shit out. It's amazingly restorative. Mm. The, the the liver. Yeah, yeah, sarsens have shown some interest in both my kidneys and livers. <laughs> but I don't. I think you can be as kind as you can be, but I don't think it, it's a daily thought of I will give a kidney today. I think it would have to come down to if if my one of my kids or my wife. Oh yeah. Liver, had it, then I'll go, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll well, give one of mine. That's what, yeah, well, that's what the point is. is I like, don't when, think it would be just a daily thought like today, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to give a kidney today. No, well, that was, yeah, so that was the distinction that, that, yeah, that I was making. So, like, obviously, if, yeah, you're like, I'm not going to go and give a kidney away. And then you're like, oh, my son or yeah. my, my, my mum or whoever, uh, an immediate family member needs one. Yep, sign me up and then we'll do yeah. an exchange. But there are people who are just like, no, fuck it, I'm just going to do something that's purely altruistic just for the greater good. Mm. And then it's those people who set off this chain reaction because it's not a, it's not like a swap shot. What he does yeah. is it's the first cause and then that sets off a chain reaction. Yeah, you only technically need one kidney. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't allow you to donate if... If, you, if, if, if your kidneys were fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't donate a lung because they're like, no, it's going to fuck you up. But a kidney, you can function 99% as well mm. with one as you can with two. Okay. Well, I think doesn't want only one kidney takes the brunt of it anyway, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, you have a dominant and a non-dominant one, but then... Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like man. being dominant handed. It's like a... Like... I, don't want, I don't want my leather-studded uh, kidney being handed over to someone. <laughs> Chucky. All right. On occasion, I have been known to express a modicum of kindness to someone, even a stranger. The other day, I told someone that the flashlight on their phone was on, informing the person that they were flashing. Probably wasn't my best choice of words, but after a classic bit of British politeness and what am I liking, I'd been able to impart a tiny bit of kindness into someone's life without making too much of a tit of myself. Ace. 
But in this day and age, there's a whole new world of possibilities on how you can express your kindness. With an ever-growing community of people working to create content that might be the next big thing, you'll easily find all sorts of people streaming creative endeavours for the world to see. Or, you know, just playing video games. Twitch is a streaming platform on which these people can potentially reach an audience. Big streamers will often coax their audience into donating money, sometimes egregiously, sometimes charismatically. The popular Minecraft YouTuber Technoblade would sit at a bell and simply ring it, demanding donations, for example. And to anyone surprised, that flood in. Where does kindness come into this? Enter Jimmy Donaldson. Jimmy, also known as Mr. Beast, is a popular YouTuber, content creator, who became popular in 2017 for a bunch of semi-viral videos he created. But a common theme amongst his videos emerged, to a point where an entire genre of content creation was created. Mr. Beast quickly became known for spending money on ludicrous things, but only ever in a way that would benefit someone else. This is a pretty kind as it is, but there's one stunt that he did that I think made the biggest impact on a fair few people. In 2019, Mr. Beast created a video where he ended up finding Twitch streamers with zero viewers and then started donating money to him, one by one. Mr. Beast ended up distributedly donating $100,000 to a handful of streamers, leading to sincere shock and confusion as they'd process what just happened. The bizarre thing is though, you'd assume his money came from mummy and daddy, as is often the case for young millionaires. But the guy has literally built everything himself starting on YouTube as young as 13 doing let's plays and other viral videos. It only ever seems like he wants to achieve more though, with his charity initiatives like Team Trees, where he pledged to plant a tree for every dollar donated, and his latest jaunt, Team Seas, which had the goal of removing 14 million kilograms of marine debris from the ocean by the end of 2021. So even though they say you have to be ruthless in this world to be a successful businessman, I think it's nice to know that as a counterpoint, there was a guy who made an estimated $54 million last year, filming himself giving people life-changing sums of money or prizes. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. Come back to the Twitch donation thing, I remember seeing a video, I think she's called Pokemon. Pokemane. Pokemane. Yeah. And she was streaming and some <laughs> King Simp, as everyone, became, as everyone started calling him, as she was streaming... Some guy who was in the apartment with her ran past and grabbed a book or like a diary off her desk and ran off. And she left the screen, ran, and just as she stood up away from the screen and ran off, some guy donated about four hundred dollars. Boom! Came up on the screen. She didn't. She never saw it because she ran off after this guy. Yeah. In her apartment, and then came back, and the comment section was just absolutely crucifying the guy who just spent about four hundred dollars on. Nothing. Yeah, man. You know, it, it's really bizarre, isn't it? Because as a, a sort of framework for making money, like the whole donations on Twitch, like it's in one hand, it's kind of like you got these people who are willing to give the money, but then you got the other people on the other hand who are willing to take that money. But in the middle, there's that sort of thing of like they're giving the money because they feel like they're getting some sort of validation, and you're having an emotional response that you're not having. And you're pretending to emulate that emotional response so it continues happening. That, that, that's kind of where I stand on, on that sort of stuff. But then you've got people, like I said, that they, the, um, the Minecraft YouTuber. He's such a bizarre guy. And he'll literally just go and he'll just start ringing the bell saying, oh, it's the content bell. It's content bell. Everybody start donating. And people just do. And it's... Like Pavlov's dog style. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> yeah, on another level. It's, 
he, he's done lots and lots of like uh, charity things if you can so, intellectualize but... it in the case of like in lieu of advertising revenue or in lieu of a license fee if you were just like right i enjoy this it's like patreon isn't it you know if you if you like a creator um and you can become one of those subscriber guys can't you and you you pay money like and i think it is a different way of doing it but it, you know if you're like i like this content i have spent you know if i spent if i were to go and watch a film I would enjoy two hours of media content and I would pay X pounds. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you see a lot of people and so you can see the cynical side of, oh, I can make money here if I put a Patreon. Mm. But like what, what your friend said, there are genuine people who are like, I, I want to show my support in some way other than like a thumbs up and a, a like. This is the thing, there's people who have £400 to throw about at someone playing Minecraft or they could actually give it to someone who wants a better quality I of have, life at the end of the day. I did see some stuff by... Um, your lad, what was he called? Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. And I admittedly, at first, I was like, this guy's a prick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has yeah. a veneer of prickness, but the more you, like my but son then, watches it. But then the more I sort of watched of it and stuff, I was like, okay, it feels... He's never demeaning to anybody. It feels kind of... Um, the, 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 the true meaning of sort of philanthropy yeah. to mm. me. Well, yeah, because uh, immediately I thought, well, where is he getting all this money from? And he, he said it's all just come from YouTube. YouTube pays better than what you'd think before. Like well, when you've he got does a lot of sponsorship views. deals as well. Like he'll hold, yeah, happily yeah. whore honey in the middle of his videos and stuff like that. And that's that's fine because that's how he's generating money to make his videos. Yeah, well, but, I mean, you look at the content of the videos and it's like, oh, well, you know, one of he, he used to stream Minecraft as well. And so one of the things is, oh, build a house and whoever builds the best house, I'll buy your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, well... Yeah, it's, it's never I think like... the last one I saw was uh, he did a live action Squid Games. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. And then I watched it and I thought, mm. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, ooh. And then, <laughs> no, and then I, I don't, because I, I, I mean, I don't do YouTube and no. shit. I'm not, a, I'm not a young man like features. I don't know if it's my age, <laughs> but I have a kind of knee jerk reaction in my brain if someone says, they are a YouTuber. Yeah. Something right. in my brain immediately goes, they're probably a prick. Then. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not true. And it's not true, but it isn't true. But yeah, it's law of averages, but yeah. there are some, you know, it's yeah. like After some of the, the stuff. The story I read yesterday where um, a TikTok guy with over uh, 10,000 followers was banned from his local Weatherspoons for doing the order food to my table. Thing oh, yeah. That someone else did like two, three yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. But I guess it's only just hit Warrington. I guess. <laughs> uh, Chris. So for this story, I've, I was of course looking for lots of examples of human kindness. Not hard to find. There's a myriad of Instagram accounts dedicated to showing off the most pleasant side of human nature. But after a while, something struck me. Sure, there are plenty of examples of selfless human acts, I'm not disputing that. But I found so many of these videos were tainted with a shade of self-gratification. Gave £100 to a homeless person. Awesome! Couldn't do it without shoving a camera in their face for likes though, could you? Hell, even Mother Teresa, who in the 90s every kid thought was the epitome of the human spirit, turned out to be a bit of a twat. So it got me thinking, how can I find examples of kindness that I know for sure don't have an ulterior motive? Well, of course, look no further than our good friends, the animals. In 2019, a dog in northern Thailand rescued a newborn baby after it was buried alive, allegedly by its teenage mother. The baby boy is said to have been abandoned by his mother 15, to hide her pregnancy from her parents, but Ping Pong the dog came to the rescue. <laughs> After being out wandering the fields in Bang Nong Kham village, 
He picked up a scent and followed it to where he found a leg sticking out of the ground. The dog furiously dug into the ground to help the baby get air before rushing to its owner and taking him back to the field and began digging at the ground and barking. Locals rushed the baby to the hospital where doctors cleaned him up and declared he was healthy. But all this digging and running must have been hard for old Ping Pong, as his owner says he lost the use of one of his legs after being hit by a car. A hard life, marred with a disability, and our faithful friend still had saving a life as his number one priority. Good boy. Next up, when a humpback whale began pushing and guiding scientist Nan Hauser in the water, she didn't know what to think. At first, she was scared and confused, until she realised the whale noticed that something that she didn't, a large tiger shark swimming nearby. Upon seeing the shark, Nan understood that the whale was trying to protect her and guide her back to the boat. Nan, who even though she has dedicated her life to protecting whales, had never experienced anything like that before. Even though she knew that whales sometimes displayed a similar behaviour when protecting seals from killer whales. Though she doesn't know exactly what goes on in the mind of these whales, she knows for a fact that they have an altruistic desire to help not just humans but animals of all other species. Good whale. <laughs> and finally, after some maximum gorilla justice from our justice episode the other week, yes, I'd like to shine a kinder light on gorillas. In 1996, a young boy visited the Brookfield Zoo with his family, fell into the gorilla habitat below. While onlookers watched in fear, Binti Dewar, a western lowland gorilla, wandered over to the hurt boy, scooped him up in her arms and cradled him until the paramedics arrived. Remarkably, Binti Dewar seemed to act out of an intrinsic desire to nurture this injured child, an inbuilt behaviour that is known to be present in many gorillas. Good gorilla. We could all take a lesson from our animal brethren and do something kind, like batter a tiger shark. <laughs> Gentlemen, your rebuttal. It was going so well until yeah. the end. He's learnt from my Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Scorched earth policy. What did I say wrong? <laughs> Good gorilla. Well, that's a trade. So, like, sharks are the menace of the ocean. As I've said many times, they are the foxes of the sea. What are they? Nobody knows. Self-replicating us, aren't they? Are they eight- sometimes they give birth to live young. Sometimes they lay eggs. They don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> Sharks are menaces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not as bad as dolphins. Dolphins invented paper cuts. <laughs> I want more. I want to know more about ping pong the dog. Oh, he's just an old boy. I've seen it's, a it's just, of it's just it's one just- of those like. He's just I like imagine. a tatty-looking mongrel. Is he, is he just like a... With a gammy leg, and he's just like, you know what, I'd have you in a second if I saw you at a... Oh. Just an old little boy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a a boy. the mum did a half-assed job of the infanticide, yeah, well, didn't she? Like, she did a half-assed job of the infanticide, didn't she? She's like, I know she's only 15, so you've got to get, cut her a bit of slack, but, I mean, newborns aren't that big. If you baby's legs still sticking out of the shallow grave, fuck's sake, woman, put some effort Yeah, but, you know... I, I imagine, though, just... Not that I'm trying to justify what she did, but if she was hiding the pregnancy from her parents, then I don't think she had the baby for like several weeks and was like, oh yeah, I feel like 100% here. I'm going to dig a hole and then bury my baby. I think it's probably some sort of horror. Oh, wow. Well, all all then... her insides were hanging outside. Well, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. It's another prom night dumps the baby story, isn't it, really? So I mean, this has so took light. a turn. I was like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm going to give the award to Chris because I love heroic animals because animals are better than all of the human race combined. Strongly it's, agree. It's nice to hear another gorilla story. But it does make me sad now that I'm going to have to go and read about the full Harambe 
like police report to feel why they thought he was necessary to shoot him. Mm. Whereas this one was just like, I don't know, making him suck on a tit and stuff, I'm guessing. <laughs> Some monkey monkey <laughs> monkey milk. Monkey milk, <laughs> that's another trademark. Yeah. I think it might have been in a different country. Maybe where they Oh, don't... so not America where everyone's <laughs> where they don't shoot, uh, shoot first, ask questions. Yeah, questions yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Mm. You can follow us on Twitter at WeirdThingPod. Come and say hello. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Weird thing about that. Pow, 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 pow.